It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Mitch out. Back tomorrow. Polly Howard, Matt Humans. Welcome in to Follow the Money. The show's presented by DraftKings. We start the day with the Chiefs at home to the Raiders. The Chiefs are laying 10 and a total of 40. And to cover the Kansas City angle, it's Sorin Petro. Host 810 WHB in Kansas City does an excellent job. Big fan of his work, and he joins us. Thank you for coming on on Christmas, sir. Happy holidays. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, and happy holidays uh, to you guys as well. Uh, so what are the – there's so much going on here, and I could talk to you for two hours. But the, the, the off, <laughs> Let's start with the offensive struggles. Is it, is it missing the enemy? Is it the wide receivers? What, what's the big issue offensively? Why this team with Mahomes – the best player in the league, why they have looked like this for much of the season. And, and I said before you came on, 13-1 and one to the under in the fourth quarter and 12-2 and two to the under in the second half. I mean, the uh, yeah, I, not to quote Giselle Bunchen, but he can't throw it and catch it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. remember, uh-huh. remember when Giselle was, <laughs> was blowing up after yeah. one of the Super Bowls the Patriots lost? I mean, that, that's the reality of what it is. Patrick Mahomes wouldn't say it. Uh, you know, Brittany Mahomes wouldn't say it. Taylor Swift is not going to say it, even though her bow, uh, Travis Kelsey, short arm one in the end zone uh, last week. But but that's really what's going on here. Is I mean, the guy can't throw it and catch it. I always love it. You know, I, you know, I have people call into my show and be like, you know, well, if Patrick could do that, I'm like, no, 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 listen, no, it's not Patrick Mahomes. Like it's everything around him, right? That's the, it is not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. You've seen him finally. Uh, look human over the last two weeks when he blew up against the officials, which I don't even think he was really mad at the refs. Cumulatively, mm-hmm. I think he was mad. You know, the officiating the NFL is terrible. Uh, the week before against the Packers was really when he should have blown up. Uh, there were some big, big no calls on uh, MBS on a, on a pass interference, and and then just freight training uh, Travis Kelsey on a hail mary in the end zone. I think that was a cumulative effect when he blew up there on the sideline, and then took it. You know, I think and Andy Reid had his back because you need to have your quarterbacks back and. They, they talked about the state of officiating in the NFL. That's really what that was about. Following week, he finally did lose his cool, and it was about Kadarius Toney. Kadarius Toney, frankly, is directly responsible for two losses. He lost the Lions game. Right. He dropped four of five targets, one of which went for a pick six. If that doesn't happen, I mean, literally, if if, if Kadarius Toney just batted down every ball thrown to him this year, <laughs> just batted it down like he was a defensive back, the, the Chiefs, instead of, you know, would be eleven and three uh, instead of being uh, nine and five right now. Like, like that's how bad it's been for him. Throwing an MVS drop ball uh, against the Eagles that would have beaten them at the end of the game, where he was wide open and and Patrick Mahomes put it in his hands in the end zone and he dropped it. So, it, it, listen, it's as simple as that. If you take the the drop ball by MVS, uh, a pick six against Kadarius Tony, uh, an offsides against Kadarius Tony, you can have three wins, and the Kansas City Chiefs are sitting here. Uh, running away with the number one seed, and, and everyone's talking about how they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. So Petro, it's literally as so simple as that. You say that, and I agree. Why do the Chiefs? Why do Andy? Why do they stick with uh, Kadarius Tony? 
Yeah, that, that's a good question because I, you know, they're with they have Kadarius Tony because the salary cap is real, and and Patrick Mahomes sucks up all the oxygen in the room. That's that's a reality. When you have a high priced quarterback, you're always going to be chasing a weakness somewhere. So that's why the wide receiver position is 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 hurting. And now Rashi Rice has been great as a second round pick. He's getting better and better each week, and and really coming on. That's been the one savior that they've had at the wide receiver position, but. They swung and missed with Sky Moore as the second-round pick last year. They swung and missed with trading a third-round pick for Kadarius Tony and MBS at $10 million a year has been a disappointment. That's, that's been the problem. That, that's really, if not him, then who? If not Kadarius Tony, then who? And, and, and I would still go with the then who, which would be Justin Watson, would be yeah. MBS, um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He's not going to catch all the balls, but he's at least proven to be a deep threat if he catches half of them. Mm-hmm. That's frankly better than Kadarius Tony. So, I think the reality is that's a position of, of need and one they can't address for the offseason. Do you still think they're going to get the one seed? You know, it got a lot harder when the Rams didn't take off, take out the Baltimore Ravens a couple of weeks ago. You know, that, that would be the big one. Uh, the Cowboys could have done them a big favor by beating uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins, Bills still play. One of them's going to get a loss. Bills still have the Dolphins. Uh, last game of the year, they only need to make up one game of the Dolphins. They've got to make up two on the Ravens. So the Niners beating the Ravens is giant. Uh, the Ravens also have the Steelers. I, I would tell you, no, I think the Ravens will hold on to it and be the one, but I do think the Chiefs will be the two when it's all said and done. But it is amazing with all the things that have gone wrong that they are still very much in right. play by very much, I'd say, 20, 25%. Okay, so uh, let's let's assume they don't. it finally happens and he doesn't. he has to go on the road for a playoff game. Now, I go back to Germany. He said after the game, Mahomes, we're going to get this fixed, trust me. Well, they haven't got it fixed. So the defense is nasty. Do you think they can still make a deep playoff run? You can't count this guy out, and, and they can be led by the defense in what is a wide-open AFC. I think it's a wide-open AFC, and when you know coming into this weekend, there are only four teams in the NFC with a winning record. How good are those four teams if they get to play 12 of their, 12 of their 17 games uh, against uh, inferior competition? I mean, it's as wide-open as it gets, so – They've got as good a chance as anybody, I would say, save maybe San Francisco. Uh, so, the, you know, yes, I, I, like they're, they're still in it. They can still win a championship. They still have everything they need to win it. They're just not always going to win it. And that's what I think Kansas City fans have to get their arms around. I think that's what betters yeah. have to get their arms around. I think a lot of people are like, oh, it's Mahomes, so let's just bet it. He'll get it done. He'll get there. They're a flawed team. They're more flawed than he's been. They are better on defense than they've ever been. But when they need to go get points, which is so much of the NFL scoring, you have 51 seconds in a timeout. Can you get three? Chiefs always could. 121 and two timeouts. Can you get seven? Chiefs always could. They don't have a fourth quarter comeback at all this year. So, you know, they're, they're a flawed team that needs to play from in front like most of the teams because they can't just decide, okay, here we go. Now, I will say this, giving Patrick Mahomes the fourth down, which is what happens when you have to win the game, which is what happens in second in the second half, That that's as lethal for anybody out there as it is, uh, you know, or more lethal for the Kansas City Chiefs than anybody out there. So, that changes the dynamics when, they, when their back gets pushed against the wall, but mm-hmm. they're still going to be flawed when they try to do that this year. What do you think today? And there's uh, 11s out there at DraftKings. There's other 10s. Uh, they win the division with a win eight year in a row, and if they win out, they can still go over their win total, believe it or not. But uh, they've owned the Raiders here of late. What do you think about the big number today? All of Kansas City has been pointing to next week's game against the Bengals, which makes this somewhat of a look-ahead game, even though they're in, in a backup quarterback situation. But the Bengals have been the real Achilles heel for the Chiefs in the Patrick Mahomes era. So I wonder if the team has that same view. It's Christmas. I think that's better for the Raiders. They don't have kids. They don't have families sitting around. They're not walking away from that. They don't have everybody coming into town the last couple of days. They get to get away and focus on football. It's a divisional game. All of that, to me, uh, you know, points towards the Raiders being the side. However, it's still double digits. And that says to me, the guys that put the odds still think the Chiefs are the better team and that maybe the Raiders went on vacation a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. I, I think it's a difficult game. I think it's a scary game to, to, to get on. But if you don't have a quarterback, I can't play you in the NFL. So I would never play the Raiders in this spot. Mm-hmm. You either play the, uh, uh, the Chiefs or, or you sit this one out. I'll give you those Chiefs 10 and 17 against the spread last 27 when favored by seven points or more. 10 and 17. And that is the big one. Yeah. 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 That is the big one. If you can get Patrick Mahomes as a small dog, uh, or excuse me, as any kind of underdog or a small favorite, then that's an auto bet as Mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned. And we've had a number of those positions of late where they, they come in as just two and a half point favorites. And it's a great chance to get on the chiefs. Like I said, I don't think this is a great spot to jump in, 
but listen, it's Christmas and there's only three games. It's the only game at noon. So everybody's going to play it. So yep. I, I would roll the quarterback or I would watch it. Has your job changed with the Taylor Swift stuff and the hysteria? Uh, it, it has. Uh, I'd like to thank my wife, my wife's sister, uh, <laughs> my uh, Taylor Swift insiders who keep me abreast of everything that's uh, going on with Taylor Swift. It's, it's certainly a part of it. There are a couple of bah humbugs, but listen, we're sleepy little Kansas city, right? Great city to live in, but nobody talks about us. It's kind right. of fun being the center of attention for football and a little bit of entertainment as well. So most of us are embracing the fact that, uh, you know, the biggest star in the world has decided Kansas city's where she's got to be most Sundays. Uh, that's a great answer. What, what do you, what do you say to the bah humbugs? Uh, get over it. Get a life. Yeah. God's sake. What's your problem, man? I mean, Jesus, like, I, you know, I mean, come on. Like the biggest star in the world comes to your town and, and wants to be a part of the equation. Travis Kelsey has been a great Kansas city chief. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I think early on, we all, I, I did at least for the first few weeks, like, okay, this is like, just like a publicity stunt. It's good for both sides here, but uh-huh. uh, you know, the man moved and, you know, he moved right around, you know, I listen, I don't live in his neighborhood. Obviously he lives in a very different, uh, you know, uh, the cost of living. Uh, where he lives, but he's not, I, I see him getting gas now uh, in his Rolls Royce, by the way, at the gas station, because my neighborhood's just across the way from his. And so the same grocery store and gas station is there. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's interesting, but he moved to a gated community uh, so he could uh, keep that relationship going. So listen, it's fun. I think it should be viewed as fun and, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. God bless him. All right. Well said. Good answers. Uh, thanks for a few minutes. Merry Christmas. And thanks for popping on. Gentlemen, uh, thanks for having me. It's always great being with you. You got it. Sorin Petro, host, 810 WHB. It's time for me to show off the Christmas oh. present Paul Howard gave me today when I walked in the studio. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Taylor Swift poster. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. Huh? Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah. I'll oh, is it, it autographed? I'll give it to somebody. It is autographed. Get out of here. Huh? Did you get that from Wes? No, a, a friend actually gave this to me. It's her actual autograph and wanted me to give this to Wes Reynolds. Oh, wow. That is, Wes could really appreciate this. He that is, is a, he's a Swifty. Is he? Okay. I saw his Christmas uh, song list. Who knew? Good for him. It's uh, That was good perspective about, hey, we're sleepy Kansas City and uh, the biggest star in the world is here and, I, and wants to be a part of the equation. That was a good answer. I he's can't a, figure out why Andy Reid and the Chiefs stick with Kadarius. No, I story. know. Yeah. You know, Petro said good, he's good directly responsible for two losses. Right. He's a negative when he's on the field. Yep. Is can't even line up Replace properly. him with anybody else. Yeah. Absolutely. don't understand it. So if he's out today, that's a positive for the Chiefs. He is. That's right. Yeah. And McKinnon. You get Pacheco back, though, as well. That's Good stat, positive. though. Good stat, though. Mahomes having a ton of issues covering these big spreads. NBA card in 15 minutes and a big prop that Doug Kazarian likes. Up next, we recap all the props and the betting, how the books did with win some, lose some, coming up next. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. First touchdown with the early games, the Browns 9-1. to Highest scoring game, Packers-Panthers paid 15-1. to Highest scoring team, the Browns 14-1. to Lowest scoring game, Titans-Seahawks 9-1. to Lowest scoring team, the Colts 17-1. to Most passing yards, Nick Mullins 8-1. to How can a veteran continue to play like that with the horrific decisions and he won't take a sack? 400 yards... <laughs> Four interceptions, and the interception when did you see the ball come out? A duck. Yeah. Jefferson, uh, Jefferson's open. They would have won the game, and it comes out. Yep. Oh, terrible job. Most receiving yards, Cooper, thirty to one. Most rushing yards, Aaron Jones, twenty-five to one. At DraftKings, will a wide receiver have two hundred yards? Yes, four to one. Bills Chargers over forty up to forty-four. Coastal Carolina money line plus two seventy-five. The under, 54 and a half down to 48. San Jose State with nothing. What was that? I have a no idea. Yeah. No idea what happened there. There have been a lot of bizarre things happening in the college football bowl season so far, and you just can't explain some of this stuff. That's right. Air Force plus four went off the favorite and beat James Madison. Duke money line plus 220. Northwestern money line plus 230. They beat Utah. Ten dogs have won outright already. In bowl season, soccer, Luton Town plus 450 beat Newcastle. Burnley plus 420, they beat Fulham. Wolverhampton beat Chelsea plus 230. Sheffield United, Aston Villa draw plus 650. Updated goal in the first 10 numbers at home, the Dallas Stars, yes, seven in a row. The Blues, 10 of 11. Tampa Bay Lightning, nine of 10. Seattle, 14 of 16. On the road, Ottawa, goal in the first 10. Yes, 11 in a row. The Blackhawks, 11 of 12. Calgary, 8 of 9. St. Louis, 13 of 15. Montreal, no. 7 in a row. Thanks to Ian Duncan for all those numbers. Also win some. Shohei Otani and Joe Kelly's wife. Did you see this? Oh, the Porsche. Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. Joe Kelly gave Otani number 17 for free. Otani said thank you and bought his wife a Porsche for Christmas to return the favor. That's great. How about that? That is something. I like that. Yeah. Well, Shohei buying her a Porsche is like me buying you a lunch. (laughs) Yeah. Right? right. With the type of money that guy's got now. Oh, God. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Merry Christmas. This happened over the weekend. The better... With the $2,000 ticket on Brock Purdy to win MVP at 101, sold it on Prop Swap for $125,000. He listed it for he listed it for 100. He asked he was offered 90. He said no. Then Purdy's numbers continue to go up. He's as high as 260 now, and he said, "Okay, I'll take the 125 over the weekend." Ben Fox with the tweet there. I don't know. Would you have done that? Take the take the buyout. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen tonight. You could get hurt. They could lose. Yeah. You wouldn't take it. I don't know. Not when you're talking about minus two fifty favorite. Well, you said Lamar could play. Okay. What do you think of this? Um, Darren Ravel tweet. This is the spicy jalapeno popper cheeseburger. Can you get behind this? 
Yeah, maybe. Not crazy about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't look terrible. I've seen a lot worse uh, food experiments. Okay. What do you think? No, I don't like anything spicy. I'm weak. Really? Oh, I'm weak no, with I that sp- stuff. Oh, wow. God. When I go with Thai food and all that stuff, when they ask you, I, I go way low. Oh, yeah. You're kidding. I can't, I can't handle it. No way. Lose some. Utah State in the under. Surprising. Plus three. Went off a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the under. 63-and-a-half down to 58. Routed by Georgia State. What was this? South Alabama, Eastern Michigan under. 48-and-a-half down to 42. At one point, South Alabama had more points than Eastern Michigan had yards. Buried them. The Bills, 9-and-a-half up to 13. No good. Jets commanders under. 40 down to 37. Turned out to be a shootout. Lose some. We're living in a society. Throw her out. DB Cooper style. Barefoot, feet up on the on the uh, chair in front of her, and uh, that's how the flight started. You can imagine how bad it was. Absolute animals, insanity to act like that. It doesn't end this behavior on, on airplanes. This is now. I'm going to give you a warning here. This is this is graphic video. This the Colorado Avalanche broadcast team. The guy takes a sip of the cup. Yeah. That's his broadcast partner's spitter. Oh, my God. You know what ever happened to someone? You know? I, I know Josh Hansen is my roommate in college. He knocked over the bong water yeah. and, and ruined everything for the year because it was all over the carpet. It stunk so bad. <laughs> his play, The play-by-play guy is chewing tobacco. I get it. Yeah. He, has the, he has his cup of, of spit. And, and, and his broadcast partner... Grabbed the wrong cup and drank from it. And then it's live on the air when it happened. I can't believe he didn't vomit. I, yeah. Uh, uh, I, have you ever uh, accidentally uh, drank out of a spit cup? No, I have not. I no. have, actually. You have? Yeah, but it was my own many years ago. Oh, God. I don't chew like that anymore. Uh, but uh, way back in the day, and even when you drink out of your own spit cup by accident, it's nasty. Yeah. And he's doing that with his partner's spit cup. Ah. Uh, that, that was making you would think if you, you call games next to him for so long, you would know that his spit wow. kept sitting out there. you got to be aware of that, right? Well, get rid of it, too. I mean, put it put it way off to the side, though. That's that's the other thing. You were at the game Saturday. Lose some. The reaction to Bill's Chargers being on Peacock. Well, wait till people find out that Peacock will have exclusively a Saturday night NFL playoff game. Wait till that happens. It is January 13th. Hey, there have been a lot of big-time college football and college basketball games to come that are going to be on Peacock. That's actually one of the few apps I did buy a subscription to. I have it because of uh, the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. I I have no problem with it, but that's people are going to freak out and lose their minds when they realize you got to watch an NFL playoff game on Peacock only. Bad for the books. The Browns plus two went off a three-point favorite and buried the Texans. By the way, no one on the Browns can kick a 20-yard field goal because Hopkins got hurt. You can't put a wide receiver. The punter can't kick a 20-yard field goal or an extra point. That that's, blows my mind. The Atlanta money wouldn't stop. Plus one, went off a three-point favorite and beat the Colts. Dallas-Miami under, 52 down to 48. The Jags win total, under 10 and a half. Winner. Lock it up. How about that? They were 8-3. and three. Can you believe it? No, I can't. I thought I had a loser. Several bad beats. Oh. Were you watching this Friday night? The Warriors were laying 11 and a half against the Wizards. The Wizards down 14, hit a three at the buzzer. The entire Warriors reacted like they bet the game. On the bench. Peyton, Chris yeah. Paul, I, I couldn't know. believe it. Or like that. their best friend had a million dollars on it. You don't see players react like no, that on a shot at the end when the point spread is yeah. decided like that. Several I, mo- I don't think I've ever seen players react like I haven't that. either. Yeah. The whole bench went nuts. I know. When the Wizards hit the three at the buzzer, several mooses. Oilers Rangers total was six and a half. It was one nothing in the third period. Six third period goals, four three final. Saturday night the Blackhawks plus a goal and a half. They led St. Louis five two in the third. They lost seven five. And Sheffield United was twelve to one to beat Aston Villa. They gave up a goal in the 98th minute, and it was a one one draw. All I want for holidays is the NBA action, 
five games today in the association. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Great props, great menu, and all the NFL numbers as well. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Code FOLLOW. The crown is yours at DraftKings. Go get it. There you go. Great job, guys. And another fun weekend. Again, uh, 10 dogs and one outright with the Bulls. And uh, there's no rhyme or reason to these bowl games. Big leads. uh, Teams blowing big leads. Dogs winning games. It's been a nutty bowl season already. Um, A fun weekend, though, too. How about about right down the road? Florida Atlantic played Arizona. Oh, what a game. Yeah. One of the the ten best games of the college basketball season, probably Saturday in Las Vegas. Florida Atlantic was down... 17-3 Seventeen to three to start the game, and came back to beat Arizona ninety six ninety five in double overtime. Hell of a game! That is a great I think job. That it pretty much established FAU as a, a legit top ten type team. Yeah, isn't that something for that program? Yeah, that's great. That is an excellent job to schedule yeah. like that too. They've already played Illinois. You're playing the Arizona game, playing a tough non con. Yeah, we got a couple days off from college hoops here. No games yeah. today or tomorrow. Yep. Back to hoops. Doug Kazarian up next. A great NBA schedule today and a prop bet that he loves. Coming up, follow the money. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on v Become a v Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets every host and guest. Unlimited access to the v slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos. Become a v Pro subscriber today. 999 v Slash subscribe. And he's got a great French Bulldog, Arthur. It's Doug Kazarian from Only Players. And he joins us now, still alive in the Friday football con- uh, invitation. Oh, no, no, he's still alive in the Circa Million. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's what yeah. it is. He's okay. also st- still alive in the Circa Friday football invitational. But more importantly, Doug, how about your NFL week? And I, I think you're alive here with a couple weeks to go in the, in the Circa contest. Yeah, I, I've just made the cut line three straight weeks yeah. of the Circa Invitational, thanks to Kenny White. But, um, you know, the Circa Millions, I was tied for whatever it was, 41st with a bunch of people. Mm. And I'm 3-1 and one so far, and I got the Niners. So I, it, it's amazing how much I'm sweating this stuff out. I mean, not amazing, because the, the top 10 money is real money. And then even like 11 through 30 is good money, obviously. But, you know, that top 10 is six figures, man. Wow. But was it last year or two years ago you cashed two entries in William Hill? That was last year, yeah. So two entries in the top five, second and fourth or second and fifth, I believe. Incredible. Great job. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into let's get into the Detroit Pistons here because you got a, you have a, a strong take on this. At DraftKings, under nine and a half wins is plus two sixty. It was five to one on Saturday. You took nine to one. Tell us why the Pistons won't win ten games. So 10 is sort of the benchmark in terms of like the worst record ever, right? So that's why they put up nine and a half. Usually when you have like one and a half in soccer over-unders and things, you understand that the money line has to be big or whatever. But they they didn't want to do like 13 and a half because it's just not as fun. So the single digit is the record. I just thought, I just think these types of things are what odds makers like are not at their best, right? You know, everyone can come up with a point spread for Ravens Niners tonight, right? Power ratings of teams, NFL, full strength. But when there's injuries, when there's players sitting out, when there's extreme kind of exotics, that's when I think you can find value because there's just no baseline for this type of uh, wager. And Pistons, do they have talent? Yes. I mean, that that Bobcats or Hornets team, whatever it was, when they were well, nine wins, they only had like one NBA player. They had a bunch of you know G League guys. This team has like some talent right? Some top 10 picks, but for whatever reason, they can't win. I mean, they don't play any defense. So that's the number one reason, but then just Kate Cunningham's not like an alpha alpha guy yet. And they're trying to run the offense through him so he can sort of learn, have some growing pains and they're just, but it's not turning into wins. So a team that has two wins, 
they play they have five games remaining against the Spurs and Wizards. Okay. And I, I mean, the Wizards already whooped them by double digits, so it's not like that's an automatic win, but those are obviously some of the worst teams in the NBA. I think the Spurs are a team they're capable of beating for sure. And then maybe if they catch Utah on the right night, but Utah, they were favored at home the other night and lost. So I bet it, yeah, the plus 900 when they were, um, you know, before that game and they were overnight, they were two and a half point underdog and then closed as a favorite because of some late scratches for the Jazz, but the Jazz win by eight or nine. This team, like NBA players are not going to want to lose to them. Like they know what's going on. They're not going to roll over and, and, and lose to a team like this. Yeah, I want to remind you of something about the Pistons I think a lot of people forget. They started the season 2-1 and one right. with two wins by double digits and a loss by one point. How did it get so bad so fast <laughs> after that hot three-game start? On top of that, I talked to an odds maker going into the NBA season. <laughs> and I go, you got any good win total stuff? I literally was given one win total. They're like, one of our sharpest guys bet the Pistons over 27 and a half. <laughs> We're at 29 and a half. Of, of all teams, I got one I got one tip. It was Pistons over. Oh, my God. Oh, my. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Well, there, there's a lot going on here, right? It's a, it's a home court disadvantage. They're selling, they're chanting, sell the team at the last game. You gave your coach $70 million. So it, it's his first year. He's going to, it's my way or the highway. They also stink shooting threes so you can eliminate that they're not there's not going to be a game where they're just going to knock down 15 threes and you're going to win well, a game doing that either they just got Bogdanovich like a week or so ago back from injury and that obviously adds tons of shooting so they were actually covered a couple games they covered against the Hawks um I mean look obviously they're more than a Bogdanovich you know returns away from winning a lot of games but to your point about the shooting like he's obviously a huge uh injection of shooting and then livers has been okay for them. They're a weak, they're a weak team, but it's, I guess my point is they are not some of those embarrassing rosters. Like the starting five is actually okay. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, the second half of last season, they were a total bet on team. Like they were playing hard or was that maybe the year before where they had Sadiq Bay and some stuff like that. So they had some good rosters the last couple of years. They've a nice underdog value, but um, they're pretty bad. So not only are they have the worst record, I think they're the second worst yeah. record against the spread as well, behind only the Hawks. It's only Christmas. Are you saying shut it down? Bet this now. Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year. So I really like Rudy Gobert. I think it's one of those things that's it's much like Miles Garrett with Cleveland, um, and I think there's value there in my eyes. It, it's sort of like the face of the best defense. So right now the, the T-Wolves are at the top-rated defense in terms of efficiency. I think if they finish second or third, that he's going to win it because he's already sort of understood as like a great defensive player. He's already won this, I think, three times before. And he's completely changed the mindset and the overall defense. I mean, this was a team that could not play any defense, right? And now they can, and now they're the number one in the league. So he's getting all the credit. So it's the best defender on the best defense. And that's why I think Miles Garrett's a good good value as well. But Gobert DraftKings is minus a buck forty-five. I think that that's a very good play. I mean, look. The, he's not leading the league in rebounding or blocks, but we're talking like 0.2 different. And like, that's not the stats that matter. It's the number one rated team defense. And as long as they kind of hang around the top three, I think there's value, even only a third of the way through the season. Like we are, I still think that's a good bet. I mean, it's going to be minus 300 in like a two weeks. Paul, the money, Paulie and Matt humans, Visa and the sports betting network, Doug Kazarian, our guest sports betting analyst with only players. Uh, you're a Southern California guy, Laker guy. What do you think of the Celtics laying three on the road today? Well, they're, they're the best team right now. I think they're the team you want to bet on in terms of, you know, I think everyone's going to play hard or whatever today, but throughout the course of regular season, they're the team that you can rely on the most. I mean, we saw what they just did to the Clippers. I think they're pretty, pretty uh, versatile with their, with their shooting. Obviously they prioritize shooting threes, but man, they got a lot of guys that can come at you. And I think the Lakers are sort of in a tailspin right now. They're going to make a move kind of like they did last year and clean up the roster. I think this is sort of a, you know, there's peaks and valleys. LeBron called the win over the Thunder the first must win of the year. I think that's knowing that the Celtics were looming. I don't think, uh, I don't think the Lakers go get, get this win. So it's a relatively short number delay. Um, I mean, it's road chalk. We know all that, but I think if there's a situation you want to do it, I think it's baiting the Lakers just because there's such a high, but they've been so poor since winning the in season tournament here in Vegas. 
six-point move in the Heat total, no Embiid, you still like it over? I do. So they, they basically don't slow it up at all when they don't have Embiid. Um, you know, Tyrese Maxey is just going to go to town and go running up and down like the Energizer Bunny, but I think the Heat can now score now that they've returned some guys from injury. Uh, it's a big number. I lean that way. I have no, like, wagers right now on any game right now on the card for today. Um, I'm actually fascinated to see what the handle is going to be just given that there's three NFL games and the NBA has tried to lay claim to the real estate of Christmas Day, but here comes the big bat, big brother of the, bull, of the, the big bully of the block coming in. And I'm curious to see what happens to the handle of the NBA, how it compares to previous years now that we have this triple header in the NFL. How concerned are you with what's going on in Phoenix? A little, a little. I, I, I liked them at the trade when they got all those pieces and they have a supporting cast. And I, But if they can't play together, man, we've seen this happen. Although the Warriors won the title the year, I think Draymond Green, Steph, and Clay played a total of, what, like eight minutes together? during the regular season, and then they go on and win the NBA championship that postseason. So it's doable. I just, you know, but we're assuming what Durant doesn't get hurt. He's gotten hurt every year. I mean, it, that's, that's a concern yep. that he can have a significant injury. And then we're assuming the best version of Beal when he returns because we're so spoiled, so to speak, with all these athletes who do get hurt to come back because they're stud athletes and obviously they receive the top condition medical uh, treatment. But, you know, we have to see how this, how Beal looks. We got a glimpse of it for a game or two with Booker, but Booker's been great, and so is, so is uh, Durant, all things considered. Merry Christmas, Doug. Thanks for a few minutes. Good luck. All right, you got it, guys. Merry Christmas to you and everyone listening as well. You got it. There also, go. Arthur, the Bulldog. Arthur, you, yes. you forgot to say Merry Christmas oh, to Arthur. Yeah, the uh, French Bulldog. I Good know you kid. love dogs. Oh, very popular dogs. You won't believe it, though. Oh. I go to doggy daycare. Those things are going for five thousand, ten thousand a crack. Is that right? It's the number one dog right now. French bulldogs. Oh, crazy. Yeah, five to ten thousand. Yeah. Okay. Doug would say it's worth it. Yeah. Uh. I met Art. Art's a good guy, no doubt about it. <laughs> All right, I'm excited with in pocket. Up next, I love the week 17 card, and a ton of picks from Matt Humans coming up next. Visa and follow the money, the sports betting network. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. To the new plays. And I love the Week 17 card. Wait a minute. Before, and, before we get to that. Yeah. It's great to be here on what could be a historic occasion. If you look at the record at the bottom of the screen, Polly Howard is 999, 955, and 34. So we can witness your 1,000th win on this show. Is that right? Yeah. So that record is since the inception of the show, what, six years ago? Yeah. From day one. Absolutely. Win number 1,000. All right. Next up. That's okay. good. Let's should we start it. over let's January 1st? No, no, nah, nah, Just keep it going. With that, okay. Uh, okay. Let's go to the graded. My, the soccer's been good, and the totals have been great. Mansfield Town winner. No problem against Sutton. 2-0. I told you I'd be shocked if it lost. Sutton's near the bottom of the table, League 2. Ips, Ipswich leads over. Two and a half. Easy. That went over in the first half. Ten of the last 12 Ipswich matches have gone over two and a half. Plymouth, Birmingham over. Six goals in that one, right? 4-2 final, 3-3, whatever, 3-3 final. Yep, over two and a half. Also over in the first half, no problem. Loser with the Cowboys. Don't be a moron, put more on it. Two winners with the Browns. Lane three and plus two and a half. I couldn't believe the original line, and uh, that was an easy winner. Just like Tampa, lane three against Jacksonville as well. That also was a winner. For the new plays, oh, I also had the Lions too. My Lions, win, Lions were a winner. The new plays, and I'm eating the chalk. Love the week 17 card. Like four games, three of them a field goal. Colts lane three against the Raiders. I think they bounce back with the season on the line after the bad performance in Atlanta. Raiders, you're talking back-to-back road games in a short week. Bears, I I hope they don't do this. Matt thinks they run it back with everybody. Bears, well. Bears can still go over their win total. I don't want Atlanta and Heineke on the road. Bears are playing a great job defensively by Chicago. I think there's a decent chance they trade fields and draft Caleb Williams. I think they can trade fields. But bring Eberflus back. Yeah, I think they're going to bring wow. the coaching oh, staff man. back. Only the three with the Bears. Because the defense has improved so dramatically. Okay. Yeah. I like this one a lot Saturday night. Lions win the division for the first time since 1993. They'll be celebrating, feeling good. Dallas, completely different team at home. I think Dallas wins comfortably Saturday night. And I, I would fall off the chair if Derek Carr goes into Tampa and wins this game. As well as Tampa's playing at Baker Mayfield... And I'm with you. I don't like the Saints. I can't see the Saints going on the road and winning this game. And I can't believe the line's only three. Tampa. To continue the uh, the hot streak, the winning streak, and get it done at home. There you go. It is a really good spot to play the Cowboys and fade the Lions this week. I agree with that. Again, the Cowboys 7-0 and at home. 24.4 points per game winning margin. Uh, I played the Ravens tonight. I need uh, the Ravens for a 5-0 week in the circuit in the Westgate Superbook contest. All right. Uh, so hopefully the Ravens can get there for me tonight. We talked about this at the top of the show. Lamar Jackson, 9-4 straight up, 11-2 against the spread as an underdog. Ravens, 5-1 on the road this season. I think they're live dogs tonight. Game of the year in the NFL. How, how good is this game on Christmas night? Yep. College uh, ball plays. Hopefully I can get this start turned around. The uh, college bowls have not been uh, very good for me so far. We're going to go to uh, the guaranteed rate ball on Tuesday, Kansas UNLV. We're going to take the Rebels, 13-point dogs. Now I'm going to say, don't bet it yet. Wait to see if this number goes to 14. There's 13 and a half out there. It might go to 14. UNLV's got an explosive offense. And uh, I, I think the fears with the UNLV at the end of the regular season was the coach Barry Odom, quarterback uh, Jaden Maiava, the freshman, 
Odom was going to get a bigger job. Maeva was going to transfer. Well, that didn't happen. UNLV kept its team, its coaching staff intact. It's a rare bowl trip. This team's going to be fired up. I do think the Jayhawks are close to full strength. Looks like running back Devin Neal is going to play. Jason Bean's going to be a quarterback. Total of uh, 67 or 68. This is going to be one of the more entertaining bowl games. UNLV has the firepower here to hang around and trade shots and stay within striking distance. UNLV plus 13. Uh, Wednesday, Paul, I'm going to go to the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. USC Louisville. Long list of playmakers on the sideline for this game Wednesday night. Starting with USC, Caleb Williams, leading rusher Marshawn Lloyd, number two receiver Brendan Rice. For the Cardinals, running back Jawar Jordan, leading receiver Jamari Thrash, both have ducked out for the NFL draft. You've got Miller Moss, a third-year sophomore, who's going to start in place of Williams. Moss attempted only 30, 32 passes this season. I think you're going to see both teams lean heavily on the running game. The Louisville defense is strong. Let's go under the total of 58 and a half. DraftKings has 59 right now. Play under 59 on Louisville, USC in the Holiday Bowl. Also playing Arizona minus two against uh, Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Missouri plus one against Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. And Mississippi plus four against big game James Franklin and Penn State. So that's five bowl plays coming up for this week. Right. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com, check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every NFL or bowl game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. Luke's excited. Full soccer card tomorrow. Betting splits. Another way we're here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game. VEASAN.com slash splits. Let me ask you this question. Good tweet. What's more painful for Browns fans? Watching Flacco outplay Watson or watching Mayfield look like a franchise quarterback in Tampa? I would have to say Flacco outplaying uh, Watson. Watson. Because of the contract. Because of the contract. You can't get out. I know. You can't get away from that contract. Yep. I said the worst contract in NFL history. Sports. Man. Right. You know, I'm not that surprised by what Baker Mayfield's done in Tampa. I've always felt like he's a bit of an underrated quarterback. A lot of time it's all about the fit, hey. the franchise, the offense. We, we started the show. Joe Flacco, what Joe Flacco's done. This is incredible. Yeah, I, I think he's got to be the comeback player of the year. Yeah, down to 4-1 to one at DraftKings. I'm with you. And they're going to win Thursday, too. That's a perfect game to tease. I'm with you. Simeon's not moving the ball no, in that game. No. Um, we started the show with the Sunday night recap. The Broncos now 16-1 to one to make the playoffs. Why is Sean Payton calling timeouts when Belichick wanted to go to overtime? But more importantly, we're down to four in Circus Survivor. The biggest pro contest ever. And there's four guys left. They're all on the Eagles. They don't have a choice. They don't have San Francisco. They don't have the Chiefs. It takes the stress out of it. I know. Circus Master, gutsy. Use the Rams Thursday night. Indiana Jet, follow the Money Army. Watches every day. He had the Bears. So did L.A. Jones, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. He took Green Bay on accident on Thanksgiving. And Jack's Jags had the Packers. That should have been easy. You score 33 points, you got to sweat because you can't stop Bryce Young. Come on. I like what Circus Master did Thursday with the Rams. And uh, also give Indiana Jets some credit here for stepping out with the Bears. That's right. Uh, a lot of sharp guys like the Cardinals in that game. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. All right. And so yeah. six people were on the Broncos. Chris, our guy in Minnesota, was one of them. Um, a lot of people were rooting. I was rooting against Golden Boy. I'm glad he got beat. Uh, I don't want to see that. Uh, I mean, this guy's insufferable. And that's also, just look at the comments. He just tweeted again today. He tweeted right? again. Yeah. yeah, I'm still the best and all this. He spelled better wrong. Uh, the have poker you, community you, thinks he's insufferable. and, and it's. Uh, he says he's the best better in the world. Have you ever heard of him before the never last two weeks? No. No. There's something, there's something amiss here about the, the, the attitude and the, right, right. the arrogance the whole way. Right. So you didn't want to chop. That's no problem. But he wasn't the only one. And he didn't have the best portfolio either. So now that it's down to four, and now it's worth $2.3 to the four remaining entrants, and we'll see if 
common sense prevails and we get a chop here going into week 17. Or they can just go out. They could all four of them could use the uh, use the same team in week 17, mm-hmm. week 18, whatever it may be. And you don't have to get uh, that's the easy way to do it. But we'll see. And um, I think it's Circuits Master who still has the Browns available. He's the only one who has the Browns remaining. So horrible loss by Denver. But just it's incredible the carnage the last two months going back in the NFL season and what's transpired. Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming oh, in. Great job. Great to be here this morning. Feliz Navidad. Meli Kaliki Maka to you as well. What's on? What are you going to eat today? I'll be at Denny's. I'll probably throw an Omaha steak on the George Foreman Grill. Got a lot of a lot of food lined up for today. How about you? I got the chicken tortilla soup ready to go from El Polo Loco to Crazy Chicken. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.